Stacy's mule has got it going on. <laughs> it gets me effed up all night long. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That reload podcast today we are doing bourbon 103 tales of the cock we're gonna be talking cocktails guys and since so happens this is the year of the cock as jeremy told me before the show started was he lying though that's an excellent point. I 100% was lying and kept a straight face and moved the conversation onto something else. Were you really lying? Hoping that you would drop that in the show. You are such. Uh, a- just so I could call you out on it. Uh, but I am Jeremy and meh, I am here. You are such a cocksucker. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Real Old Rub and Seasoning. You just heard meh do his shit. Across the table from me is Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels. Pitmaster and producer. This is the worst intro ever. Hey, backbone of the show. Go ahead and do yours. Hey, guys. Okay, that was Stacy. Not enough hair, fl- hair flip. <laughs> so, Matt, mm. you brought us a tasty treat to start the show off. So, I brought a bottle of what's called Whistle Pig with me today to try. So, I actually have had this bottle since 2019. Uh, the master distiller for Whistle Pig passed away. His name was Dave Pickerel. And uh, master distiller, especially, you know, very prominent, yeah. very important to the bourbon industry. But especially uh, in Whistle Pig's case, because this is uh, this particular Whistle Pig that I've got is called Old World Cask Finish. So, it's finished in three different kinds of casks and then blended by the master distiller. So after he passed away, I picked it up thinking there will never be anything else like this because he's not here to blend it himself anymore. Yeah. So picked it up. I, I left it on the shelf. I was telling Jeremy this morning, I thought I'd put it up and let it appreciate because thinking there's not going to be any more of this made, it'll continue to get more valuable. Uh, realized that kind of goes against everything I've ever said about bourbon, cracked it open, decided to bring it here today. Let's all try it together. My man, awesome. I'm going to tell you straight up. Uh, the nose on his mother is outrageous. Hold on. It smells like a bouquet of flowers. Yes. Like, it, it smells so good. So, all the whistle pigs are rye, and I thought this would be a good one to start the show off with because it's a rye, but it's also very low proof. I think it's, let's see, this one is 86 proof, so it's not going to blow the palate out. Right on. Well, there's a murder of 86? crows about to get blown 86. out of the sky. Wow. That's one of the lighter ones I think I've ever tasted. Let's try this bad boy. Okay. It's very floral. Mm-hmm. It's like a clean... Mountain Spring. Oh, it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what? I literally could drink that whole bottle. Hmm. No. It's it's a lot lighter than I expected. No bite at all, but Mm. not in... So most of the time, I like a little bit of a a bite. They're usually too creamy or viscous. This is not... It doesn't give me that weird, like, well or 12-year finish. Like, I really like this. So this particular one, it's a 12-year whistle pig. Like I said, it's called Old World Cask Finish. Uh, it's actually sourced from MGP. It's a 95% rye mash bill. And then the way that it works is uh, after it is distilled, uh, it's sent to the Whistle Pig Farm in Virginia, and that's where it gets aged and finished in these um, other casks. Have you noticed, always I have, some of these higher-end bourbons that have been made by some you know well-renowned distillers, it's almost like they all have this quality to them. You know, like Booker's, that's a high-end bourbon, but it's only like a six-year-old bourbon. Yep. You know, these ones that have been in the, bo- in the bottle for 12, 15, you know, 20 years, whatever it is, it seems like they have this clean, aromatic quality to it. Yep. Um, and I don't know if that's indicative of all of them, but just like uh, we cracked that Knob Creek 15-year. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's so good. Yes, but it's got some of this quality to it. It doesn't have that heavy caramel, you know, like like that vanilla, you know, oak, like super oaky or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, and it's not super oaky. Now, are you attributing that to the age or due to like a master distiller picking those barrels? Thank you for saying that because that's actually where I was going um, is I think it's almost like an evolution. Like these master distillers, like everyone's doing this kind of blah, 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 blah. You know, mm-hmm. I want to do something way outside the box. Maybe I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like almost like, like, like you evolve in beers. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. this is the evolved taste of a master distiller. Sure. Like for me, I think a lot, you know, a lot of people that have never tried bourbon before and they're listening to the podcast or, and they try something they're like, Oh, you know, Oh, I can't stand that. I, it really depends on mm. what you're trying because someone tries this for the first time they're going to love bourbon because yeah. it's smooth. There's no bite. It's easy to go down. It doesn't burn your chest. Um, it's not super thick. I think, yeah, this could be a good gateway into uh-huh. rice. Like if you're like, oh, rice are hot. And I don't, you know, I don't like rye. This, you can kind of still get that rye uh, bite without all that heat that usually is associated. But with. let's oh, let God. it be said, this is a very expensive way to get into rice. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, true. How much Speaking- was the bottle? Uh, so this particular bottle is one hundred and twenty dollars, and I love it. I love it, and I'm never going to be able to get it. Mm-hmm. And it's one hundred twenty dollars. Like those are the ones I always love. Right. So speaking of rye, and moving on to our uh, ketchup section, we had a rye the other night that was very affordable and also very good. We had the uh, Sazerac rye, which MSRP is around thirty dollars. It is allocated. It can be hard to find, but we really enjoyed it. We went out the other night for some drinks. <laughs> A few yeah. drinks. Yes. Yeah, so that was good. I should say I wasn't there, so I'm hearing all this for the first you time. You were there along in with the spirit. Listeners. Yeah, You're always there in so spirit. So there's man. a local joint here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and you know Jeremy and his wife live just like ten minutes from us. Um, we had gotten word that this place that we really like to go eat at called K Town Tavern, they have this little, they have a beer like a bar that everybody sits at, but they also have this whiskey bar, and it's got like nice lighting and ambiance and stuff. So. On Tuesdays, they have tasting Tuesdays. You get one and a quarter ounce pour for five bucks, and they've got this mm-hmm. huge list. But it's any, it's, it's, yeah, it's almost all of their bourbons. Yep. Not all of them, but, but we were able to try some ones that none of us had tried before. Um, some hard to find ones that were, you know, for five bucks a pour. We were like, heck yeah. And what's funny is as the, as the more pours we got, the, the larger the pours got. Yes. That's true. That's L- true. Let me see if I can remember. Uh, we did Sazerac Rye, uh, Woodford Double Oak. Yep. Um, what was that one? Whistle pig. The whistle pig ten year. Then she gave us something. What was that one she gave us? She gave uh, us. It was. It was something. Thomas Hardy. No, it wasn't Thomas Hardy. <laughs> it was one that she said pe- people didn't <laughs> like. Oh, Thomas Bowman. Teddy Bowman. Bowman. Yeah, it was one of the Bowman ones. <laughs> Tom Hardy. <sighs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> That's what I thought you were talking about. The actor Tom Hardy. No, it was something Bowman because it wasn't John Bowman. It yeah. was Teddy Bowman. It was something T or- Bowman or something. And like she was like, people hate this, and then she gave it to us, and we're like, "That's pretty good." Yeah, she said everybody. Tasty. She goes, "I'm going to yeah. tell you one bourbon on this list not to get, and it's this one." And when we give it to people, they don't like yeah, it. Yeah, but but she doesn't drink. But she said she doesn't drink bourbon. So I don't try. I'm not going to trust anybody who has anyway, it. She gives it to us, and we uh, were all sorry. like, "Getting butt." This is really good. Anyway, we finished out. The fifth pour was Booker's Country Ham. Country Ham. Country Ham. When was that one released? 19? Uh, I think it was yeah. 29. I've got the bottle inside. It, I it's, yeah, it's 19. We killed the bottle, so she gave us the box and bottle. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, hard. So you killed the bottle. I thought that there was still 
I thought there was still bourbon in it when you guys were storying about it. No, it was dark in there. I wanted people to think we bought a whole bottle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's, how, that's how we were. Why we bought a bottle? <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, that is so anticlimactic. Yeah, I thought you guys to, got a bottle. She John, said, if you hey. finish the bottle, then you get to keep the bottle in the box. And so she was trying to get us to buy to get like to finish off Little Book. Which mm-hmm. we have a bottle, an unopened bottle that we're saving. Yeah, for she the wanted to spend a little book at about thirty-five bucks a pour. Yeah, she when was we like, were buying Booker's at five dollars a pour. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, John J. Bowman. No, it wasn't yeah. John. It was the. It was another Bowman. John T. Bowman then, because that's what's all that's coming up. I think John T. Bowman is the one we had. Yeah, Teddy. Teddy. <laughs> I like to call him Teddy. Good old T Dog. But you know what? After okay, so you know the Sazerac, so good. We yeah, all loved it. Have you had the Sazerac Rye? I've never tried it. No, it's 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 similar to this. Very approachable. Very smooth. One hundred dollars less a bottle. Yes, yeah, one hundred dollars yeah. less. Um, so you know, well, yeah. I you know, but it was a great starter. It's uh, it's that low nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking I didn't think I was going to like it, but I really did. It was it was good. Now the Whistle Pig Ten Year, I wasn't really fond of. It almost had like a cedar, like midway through the the taste, it had like a cedar. It was um, a taste total. To it. it was a total meh. For me, I had my Woodford Double Oak and my Whistle Pig at the same time, and I was going back and forth between the two. And I really liked that Woodford Double Oak. Yeah, interesting. You know, I, I the Whistle Pig thing. My perception of their brand has been not very good, just ever since I heard about it. You know, the bottles are shaped in a way where it takes up additional space on the shelf so that you can see it. You know, and it's none of it's actually distilled there. It's all sourced and then finished there. And it's just, I don't know. For a long time, I've thought not very highly of their stuff, sure. but I would say that, that's, that's a good pour. You're being a whiskey dick a about it. I guess I was, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never having actually given it a chance, you know, yeah. just seeing it on the shelf and be like, meh, that stuff's overpriced. So another thing that happened about uh, talking about the Sazerac rye is um, the, the lady at the bar was like, have you ever had an authentic Sazerac cocktail? And I'm like, well, no, I haven't. What she, makes it authentic? I don't know. Uh, has Sazerac in it? You but know, there's an you know ingredient what? in it that she said absinthe. is like an acquired absinthe. absinthe. It's yeah. absinthe because I was reading about absinthe this morning, and now you say Sazerac cocktail. I remember that. And um, absinthe is a key ingredient, which was illegal in the United States before 2007, Whoa. and now it's legal. So uh, what now, is you can, it? now you can make it. An, uh, it it's just it, garbage. It's a, a certain distilled spirit. <laughs> Um, that, that that has like like tastes of like licorice and stuff to it. It's hot it, hot garbage. If if you well, look that like makes sense, licorice and rye kind of have those. Rye has a licorice profile to it sometimes. Hang so on, that would make sense. Hang on. But if you look way back in the day, all the old writers used to drink a lot of um a lot of absinthe, and they were like, oh, it makes you hallucinate, and it had this horrible um 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 like name to it and stuff, and so they made it illegal in a bunch of countries. But it's just a regular distilled spirit. It's nothing. Okay. Listen, listen. Back to my story. How was the cocktail? Okay. Well, first, Hot garbage. I, I told her that I would probably like to try one. And then she shows up to me with a cup and she's like, well, she's been mixing it. And she was like, here, smell this so you can get a, a, an idea of what the cocktail smell, smells like. And I'm like, so yeah. she's hold, she's gripping the cup. I know. Hold, hold on. Joel never learned the lesson when someone shows something in your face and says, sniff this. You're not supposed to sniff it. <laughs> well, I inhaled deeply. <laughs> this and is I, Joel, though. He yeah. likes okay. to. <laughs> nose. Let's yeah. give the guy, okay, let's okay. Give the guy some credit because no. our resident knows. I'm not even finished with the story. Let's give him some credit. He actually put a cork in it and didn't say the first thing that came to his mind. So props to you on that. So I, when I smelled it, it immediately brought me back to my childhood, to my grandmother's house, because (laughs) 
she always had black licorice out there and was a extremely heavy smoker. And so what I was smelling was this lady's tobacco fingers around the rim, around the rim of the he shaker. It was the cocktail. When and, she uh, left, when she left and we tasted it or whatever, he was like, I'm really glad I didn't say it smelled like my grandma's house because there's, there was no smoky flavor to it. It was her fingers. She had two fingers. She had two fingers. Strong must her fingers have been. Oh, she to just smell it over the cocktail. She, she just, just had a smoke break. Yeah, probably. she just drug one back, bro. <laughs> I mean, That's so gross. But she shoved it. She shoved it up there, and I was like. Ah, smells like cigarettes and licorice. <laughs> yeah, and have you, you guys ever had those old Good and Plenty candies, uh, like the white and pink candy-coated things, like the grandma's worst. house? That's exactly what it tasted like. Listen. No, I'm like, we better not be paying for this. We did. Ah! Uh, but no, the, uh, it was, bl- I love black licorice. I, like, Jaeger was my thing back in the day. I loved it straight up on the rocks. Um, and so- I actually kind of enjoyed the drink. I didn't finish it because we had so much other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want to be like, you know, shit faced, but I did enjoy the drink. Even though it did come a little, a little fruity glass. Well, this is coming mm-hmm. from the guy who finished the bottle of envelope glue though. So <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. know how much we can <laughs> waste nothing. Yeah. If he didn't finish this, but he finished the envelope glue, that kind of tells you something. That's about true. That's true. <laughs> so don't order a Sazerac. Get your whiskey neat. Yeah, okay. definitely. Now, um, have you guys had any good finds lately at any of the liquor stores? I did. Last night, I went to the, uh, the local Total Wine because I wanted to get a little shaker cup to practice my cocktail for today. And as I walked in, I noticed there was a large section missing in the uh, in the nice bourbon section. Ah. So I said, now, didn't they have 107 there the night before? That, uh, so I went there the day before, and I was able to pick up an Eagle Rare at MSRP and a bottle of um, bourbon, uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon cream. And I was like, good, fine. And then I found out that night they had released uh, Weller 107. And then that the next morning, the morning of the second day, they released uh, Weller Special Reserve. So they're oh. releasing stuff right and left out Man, there. we need to be going over yes. there. Yes. And so I noticed a large section missing in there. And so I go to the guy, we're chatting and stuff. And I'm like, what's going on here? He goes, I don't know. Manager just said to keep it open. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And so I was like, all right, all right. And it's like 6.50 at this point at night. Jeremy's walking laps around the store. I'm doing laps. I'm like screwing around. I'm texting you guys. I'm like, I'm afraid to leave. I have FOMO if I leave. And so uh, I ended up waiting for about 25 minutes, 7.15, a cart pulls up, cases upon cases upon cases of Blanton's. Was other people there? Everyone flocked to that section as soon as they pulled that out. Really? I was telling Matt- Were you, um, were you, were you boxing out, bro? <laughs> no, they had like seven cases, limit one per customer. Oh, okay. So they had plenty. Right. Um, I was able to go through. I picked the letter I wanted. I, um, I wanted to get a B, so I, gra- I grabbed a B. Um, and I was telling Matt, like, I guess the employees aren't allowed to like grab stuff until it goes on the shelf. So like all the employees were coming over grabbing bottles and stuff. Like, oh I mean, God. it was legit. Like, it's like flies on board. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no. Even if you don't drink <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. you want to grab a box you wanna, for your favorite customer. Yeah, or, you want you know. some Blanton's, which it was like seven, eight bucks over MSRP. So nothing crazy, but you know, like, okay. sure. Well, now bottle. you've got one you can crack and then you've got a backup. Yeah, so that's my second bottle of Blanton's. So now I'm comfortable opening one of them and I can sip on it and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, have a good time with it. Hell yeah. yeah I bet it's gone at this point, wouldn't you think? Oh, I was telling Ty, I was like, you know, um, at least 15 of them were gone in the five minutes I was there. I was like, probably within 30 minutes they were gone. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, it would be, it'd be nice to go get, pick up a second bottle, but. Yeah. I, I, uh, stumbled upon a bottle that I've never had, um, never seen before. And I'm going to, not going to tell you guys what it is. Cause I think I'm going to save it for a porn. Is it something allocated? 
I yes. Okay. And um, you're going to be able to leave well, it closed until then. Yes. Mr. Open everything. Oh, right. no. We have what? tons of closed ones in there now. Oh. oh. Our collection is getting so big, I can't yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> Making it, it rain. on me for it. And then yeah. now it's like, uh, we went by this store and walked out. Listen, I, I got a case of old granddad. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually ran by me. I I've got to give him credit. I had to prove the, the boss over here. But uh, but no, like, uh, I talked to the guy about it, and he raved about it. I hope it's not a freaking envelope, you know, glue. Well, now I'm curious. <laughs> I know. So I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. And then um, hopefully when I do a porn, then we'll get the ultra. Nice. Do that porn. It was on sale too, which is like, ah. it's only like nine bucks off, but still. All right. Hmm. So we have a science experiment. Yep. Science Ooh. experiment time. So I got this thing. I got a thing. A thing. It's called a drink, a drink mate. Uh, and it's like a soda stream. Except that you can carbonate anything in it, not just like water and like soda syrups. Uh-huh. And so I thought it would be cool to bring it up and let's throw some inexpensive bourbon in it. See if we can make a bourbon seltzer. Ah, I have no idea what's no, going to happen. I ask you something. Why did you buy it? Uh, I bought it because I go through a lot of sodas, actually. Make a bourbon seltzer? Yeah. Okay, so, but what do you do? Like, so you're going to make homemade sodas, basically? Yeah, I want to try to make some homemade stuff. I've tried some of the syrups, and to be honest with you, none of them are very good. But you can buy, like, Dr. Pepper is my drink. And you can buy Dr. Pepper syrup. Really? From, like, Sam's. Yeah. Haven't done it yet, but I want to give it a shot. Maybe uh, so cut down on some waste. So it'd be more cost-effective? Yeah. Uh, all right, guys, so... Less plastic. Let's jump to a break, make some carbonated uh, bourbons, and um, I think we have a seltzer expert we're going to bring in yep. to discuss how these seltzers are made. And real quick, before we go to break, if you want to see us actually carbonating the bourbon, go check out our YouTube channel, yep. Reload Rub and Seasoning. It'll be part of a vlog that we're going to film today, so we'll be sure and throw that up for you guys to check out. I hope I make it through this podcast. There's going to be a lot of bourbon. There's going to be a lot of There's a lot of bourbon going down. <laughs> It's only going to get better from here, folks. Let's take a break. We'll be back. What's up, my man? What are you doing? Chilling, dude. So, Spencer. Is, is this the international seltzer expert, Spencer Kirksey official? Uh, you have reached the man. Oh, my goodness. Wow, I feel so honored. The buttery Spencer. biscuit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, Spencer, we are doing a little bit of science project over here today on That Reload Podcast, and we wanted to uh, get your professional opinion on this. Uh, Matt, do you want to... When you get done pouring that, explain what you're doing. So, Spencer, I don't know if you've seen these things. It's kind of like a soda stream, but it's called a drink mate. It's where you can make your own seltzers at home. Have you ever seen one of those? No shit. No, that's pretty cool. I've never, uh, I've never seen that. Yeah. So, what, what you, we're what trying? Do you think we're doing. Yeah. What do, What do you think we're making a seltzer out of? Oh, if it's not butter, I'm gonna hang up right now. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, a great idea. What's it, the next best? It thing? starts with a B, though. Uh... No, I have no idea. What do you got? So we're just using straight up bourbon. We're going to try to carbonate some bourbon what? and make a bourbon seltzer. And we figured as the international seltzer expert, you should be a part of this. Yes, I, I concur. This, should be, this so, should be fun. I've got it in there now. Let's hit the button and see what happens. All right. 
It's so cool. <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh, I'm it smells jealous. awesome. Oh. Does it? Do we have cups? We have them right yeah. here. We have uh, Gun Karens. Oh. So, so, yeah, Spencer, since you know, you're the one that brought Topo Chico to, to my house and to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we wanted you to be a part of our new creation. See, that's awesome. That does not... Uh, I'm so it's cool. We did the Topo Chico thing, then uh, we got White Law. Dude, it sounds like you're in a car wash right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Then we got White Law with the White Claw pizza and bread. This is great. This is just the natural progression of these things. This thing does not look carbonated at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh, like there's like mist coming off of it's it. It's like dry ice. Uh, it's gonna dry. be blackout central, is what it's gonna be. You might be getting some crazy texts from us. Stacy, it's, it's bubbling. Oh, it is bubbling. Hurry. You know, it's 1148 here <laughs> drink, in Tennessee, and we've already it. hit the bourbon. <laughs> I love it. Drink love it now. It. Drink it now. Oh, I'm gonna oh try my gosh. Oh, it's bubbling. Whoa. It's so good. Mm. What? Oh, my God. It's carbonated bourbon. <laughs> Whoa, that's good. Spencer. Really? It's like, all, like the, this. Dude, all the aromatics that just got thrown in my freaking face. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> That's like that is bizarre. bizarre. That is so good, so, though. Is this like groundbreaking? Is Reload going to be dropping their own we are. seltzer? Is it that is, it's like the, all the, what you would typically get off the nose is like times a thousand. Oh you know my what gosh. I mean? Mm. Oh. Every little bubble exploses with flavor. Exploses. Yeah. Exploses. <laughs> <laughs> That's our first flavor, exploses. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> So Spencer, you by reload. <laughs> yeah, imagine this, bro. It has a seltzer feel, but it's a burn and taste of bourbon. You know how da- you know how dangerous this could be. You know, you just mowed the lawn, yeah, or you came really- off a run, and you like crave something carbonated, and you just slam back a cup of this oh, explosive. God, I want it to be cold. Is the only thing. That is black yeah. out central. I'm telling you. Yes, that's, it is. It's going south. The only direction that's going is south. Like that, if this was cold, it would be like a Topo Chico or like something. Refreshing. Yes, this would. Be, oh, oh man, caramely, smoky. Spencer, we yes. want. I'm glad that you have uh, that you're here for our groundbreaking discovery. I only wish you Dude, could have have it with us. I know this is probably the worst thing about being so close to you guys is that we live so far away. Right, the worst part. I think we should do bur- butter next. I don't know how much. Like, I can't believe it's not butter. We'll but just I, melt a, a crap ton of butter. Carbonated. <laughs> Carbonated butter. Carbonated butter and throw it on a steak while it's still bubbling. Oh. So have you guys have you guys messed around yet with any of the other seltzers? Because, you know, Paul and I have been, like, just going through them left and right. Well, um, I do want to try. I want to try the Vizzy that you guys talked about and then the Wild Basin. This but no. Good. I haven't. We've just been so, so yeah. much up the bourbon butt that we haven't even tried anything else. Yeah. I want oh, no, the bourbon butt. All about that. Bourbon I w- butt. I was. I, like I want to know why none of you all let me serenade Spencer just then. I'm sorry. And it was like coming out, and you cut me off. Go for it, Joel. Wow. No, he's not going to get it. We're here for you. I don't know how much, <laughs> but I know how I love you. Let me be around We all sat here and watched that train wreck. <laughs> we just let it happen. Oh. We're only on like drink two of 37 oh. today, and You're that's welcome. what we're getting from Joel. <laughs> yeah, so. No one no one knows the real words of that song. It's just a bunch of noises. Well, yeah, Spencer. I, dude, 
was that as awkward as it was for you guys? Was it was for me? Yeah, we had to watch him. Probably more so. Wow. Yeah, we had yeah, to look at it too. Yeah. Love you, honey. You know what? Oh, I love you guys. Love you, Joel. All right. <laughs> Lo- love you. Hey, you know what? I love you, and I love you. Hey, I love you too, buddy. And I really love you, Spencer. Hey, we baby. love you too. Uh, much love, guys. I love you guys super, super, super much. Big husses. Yeah. <laughs> Go give Dana. Some big husses from us. Hey, real quick, Spencer, Absolutely. you've got yeah. some big stuff going on. You got Send Butter launching. Tell the yes. folks that's listening to our show how they can find some of your stuff. Thank you, brother. Yeah, uh, Send Butter finally launched. Um, we are doing apparel, hats, fun stuff like that. Uh, it's for, you know, all the people who do ridiculous stuff like you guys, you know, yep. drinking <laughs> bourbon at 11 o'clock in the morning and, and uh, creating uh, bourbon seltzers and just uh, just straight up sending it, dude. So it's uh, it's fun. Um, you guys can find all that all that good stuff uh, at sunbutter.com and then uh, you can follow myself uh, and our Instagram at sunbutter. That's right, man. Actually, Spencer, I am rocking a Sin Butter tea right now. And, Let's uh, go. Super comfy, baby. It he's he's nice. rocking the barbecue, the Sun Butter barbecue. It feels I, nice. I felt like you made that one just for us, so he did. I bought I one, too. Did. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, wink, wink. Yeah, hold, that, hold that on. might have been just for the Reload crew. Did all of us individually buy that same shirt? Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. we did. <laughs> I think so. Wait a minute. I don't okay, have one. So if I don't get, like, a team photo of all you guys wearing the bar, I will be a little upset. Spencer. Because you all ordered it, I'm pretty sure. I didn't get one for myself, so... I'm probably okay. gonna have to place another order. That's her fault. All right. She ordered. Yeah. It, she ordered it for me. I ordered for you. I thought about nobody else but I, you. I said, "Woman, you give me that shirt, and I want bourbon. Then I want, then I want booty. Bourbon, booty. Bourbon, booty. Speaking of t-shirts, <laughs> that needs to be on a t-shirt. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you're Butter, welcome, bourbon, Spencer. And booty. You're welcome, Spencer. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Creative mind, mastermind over there. All right, Spencer, I'm done talking to you. Okay, well, have a great blackout session this Sunday, and uh, big hustles, y'all. All right. Thanks, <laughs> Spencer. Spencer. Bye. See. Spencer Kirksey, everybody. I'm the, mind blown. The bourbon seltzer, way better than I expected. Uh, it, it is, but you know what we got to do? Next experiment? That shit's got to be rain. cold. That's got to be cold. Yes. That was flipping wild. All right. On, we are going to take a break, and on the flip side, we have a first on our podcast, Jeremy is going to be hosting Porn on the Podcast. See you on the flip side. hey show all you cool cats and kittens we're gonna jump right into porn and this is my first time all right guys um today the theme for the show is budget bourbons all of these bourbons can be purchased for under 25 dollars and as a little added bonus they are all 100 proof um, i wanted to keep it kind of consistent so in glass number a we have an old favorite on the show, Old Granddad, but this is not the 114 we normally talk about. This is the 100, the bottled and bond. Then in glass number B, we have Old Forester 100 proof. And then in glass number C, Evan Williams, bottled and bond, white label, 100 proof. So I'm going to pour these up and get the guys back in here. 
we're going to have some fun. All right, I got the crew back with me now, guys. We back? Yeah. We're going to start tasting some bourbons. Bourbon. Let's start with number A. Hey, how do you want to do it? Uh, you got to outline the ground rules. Give me your tasting notes okay. as we drink. And then at the end, I want price, proof, and preference. Okay, we're going to do it rapid fire style again? Sure, okay. yeah. I feel like I have so much power over you right now. <laughs> Isn't it a wonderful feeling? It's all in my hands. Just wait till you start hearing us talk crap about delicious bourbons or <laughs> talking about how good something cheap is. You start shitting on something I know yeah. you love. Like <laughs> Sound, This tastes familiar. I was nervous to host one of these because like the only people I talk bourbon with is you guys. Yeah. And a few other people on Instagram and stuff. But um, I was like, I wonder if I can like hide from them what I'm doing because like I talk about a lot of stuff. Like, oh. I think I know what one, I think I know what A is. Oh, write it down. I want to, I want to see what your guess is. Oh, okay. Don't look, Jeremy. I won't look. I won't look. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. So it doesn't taste like glue. Does not taste like glue. That's Any, a very well. I thought you said Lou, like Lou's like and barbecue. Yeah. Lou. <laughs> Shout out Lou. It does not taste like Lou. It better not, woman. Wait a second. <laughs> Shout out. Although I'm sure he tastes delicious. I bet he does. <laughs> not. Probably <laughs> like. Love you, Lou. I'm sure he tastes like beer. <laughs> beer and barbecue. And peaches. <laughs> and peaches. Yeah. Mm, that'd be nice. Y'all put me next to this charcuterie board. <laughs> Did you You're just the call one who it needs a it. charcuterie board? A charcuterie board. There we go. She, she put her pinky out as she was saying that. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Full fledged. Grabbing that blackberry in style. Mm, That's right. Mm, Jesus. Hmm. All right, guys. Any tasting I'll, notes or you want to move on? Um, it's I'll, just an all around good bourbon. It's all right. No, it's very smooth. Um, it has a tiny bit of a bite to it. Very tiny. Um, I'm not going to divulge my proof yet on that, but the proof is going to be tough this time because we've had two other pours already. Yeah, you is. had a 86 and a 114 pour. Yeah. So, but so our palate is destroyed. A, car- <laughs> a, car- <laughs> a carbonated 114. That's good with bourbon. Blackberries. Yeah. Yeah. I think blackberries are good with anything. Mm-hmm. You're going to screw your palate up. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll swig some topo oh. in between. Well, I'm going to give her water real quick before we go to number B. Yep. I think the thing I'm most excited about through this pour, and obviously excited to drink bourbon, I'm excited to hear what the theme of Jeremy's first ever pour on the podcast is. Ooh, yeah. I was able to find three bottles of Pappy. They're all Pappy. They're all over $2,000 a bottle. Yeah, one's a, <laughs> one's a lot B, 12-year, one's a 15-year, and one's a 23-year yeah. uh, family One's reserve. an antique bottle from 1967. Oh. Yeah. It cost me $36,000. <laughs> <laughs> I got another mortgage on the Number house. B? Number B. Ooh. Fruity. Wow. Fruity. Really? On the nose. Really? Okay, yeah. I almost had, like, toasty on the nose on the at first. Okay, hold on. Oh, I'm getting blue Solo cup. <laughs> Can I tilt it towards you a little bit? Oh. It's no Denver and Lily. Oh. <laughs> hmm. I need to compare A with B. What in the world? Because that's good, too. Knock yourself out. What? Did, did you that's drink, good. Did you drink all of your A? No. All right. Joel, let me just say, I uh, I didn't go to the liquor store and grab bottles that had little tags on them saying that they won the world championship. You should have. It makes for a good podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's got more of an afterburn, but in a delicious way. I like the mouthfeel. Hashtag Top Gun. It is making my tongue burn something fierce. Dancing on the buds. Are you drinking these too? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting 
like a little toffee off of A. They're very similar. A little more burn on B. All right, number, number C. Number C? Ooh, yeah, malicious. I smell it already. Mm. Oh my gosh, apples. Mm. It's crown apple. <laughs> They're all uh, flavored whiskeys. <laughs> Yeah, right. That was the theme. Theme is can, can I it, know you theme, better than that. Theme is Canada. Uh, the first one was uh, Screwball uh, Peanut Butter. <laughs> the second one was uh, Crown Royal Peach. <laughs> hey, peach and, is hard to find. It is. And uh, and, and, and this one is uh, Jack Daniel's Apple. <sighs> Disgusting. I should say for, for the people at home, we were sitting outside and then it started raining. So we hurried up and moved everything inside. So the air is very humid right now and it's kind of hard to smell things. Yeah. This one... This one just threw my whole theme off. Did it now? Yeah. Do you know what this one is? No. Oh. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. Do you want me to tell you? No, 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 no. Hold, hold up. Let no, me... g- give me your tasting notes. You've been quiet over there. I don't do the whole tasting notes thing. Tell me a story. It smells like a like a group of campers was in a cave. And oh there's my god! A this is my story stream. from last week. You can't even do anything original. Yeah, it is like a bunch of adolescent teenagers in a tree fort uh, celebrating so, the last days of summer. Yeah, while the harvest in the field goes I'll say, on. C does not have the same depth of flavor that A and B do. Exactly. It's interesting. Uh, Depending on how you're looking but at it. But the mouthfeel is better. Yes, but but the, I think depending on how you look at it, because I think C's got a completely different flavor profile. It is different. Than the other two. Yeah. So it's depending on what you're going for. Joel's like, depends on what measuring tape you're using, because the one I say uh, is bitch. pretty big, you know. <laughs> Yo, bitch. <laughs> that was a penis joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Small wait a minute. My mouth is okay. getting numb. I had to take my headphones off, because I literally get, like, want to shut down my sensory overload yeah mm-hmm. and try to taste everything yeah, you're like i can't have kids talking to me while i'm drinking bourbon i can't i want them to shut <laughs> up so i can get all, all right. the notes all right Ooh, this is the first time in a long time my mouth has gotten tingly you know we we talked about it earlier we went out the other night and usually if i'm drinking a lot of high proof bourbons i'll get that mouth numbness and stuff we went out the other night and we weren't getting that and we were drinking 120s all sort of stuff what was the booker's Old ham. 126, 124? Or country ham. Country ham. Not old ham. Oh. Who wants old ham? Old ham. <laughs> I do. Um, my upper lip is numb right now. Cool. You guys ready to go into your triple P's? Mm-hmm. I, th- yeah. I think so. Um, I'm still stuck on, on C real quick. I'm going to. All I, right. One, one more second. Run back through them. Do CBA. I haven't even got a preference yet. This is a good, this is a really good pouring because like, I, I don't feel like anything is like jumping out at me. My goal in life is to be in really good porns. You, you, well, you're a good director. I tell you that damn much. <laughs> Isn't it fun? It is so much fun. It's so much fun. I feel like a little puppet, puppet master. <laughs> well, like, I feel bad. You guys are on my like, little marionette strings. Yeah. Like, yeah. dance puppets, dance. We've stolen it from Matthew. <laughs> no, this it's, is like it's Matthew's segment, effort. but. Well, but whenever I started, we were talking about this the other day. Whenever I started pouring on the podcast with you guys, it was our bourbon journey is completely different now than it was mm-hmm. then. You know, like I was telling Jeremy the other day that that first ever pouring where it was wild turkey and I was talking about one of my buddies getting to go and pick that barrel, which was one of the bottles that we got to taste. Mm. Like that means something completely different to us now than it did then. Yeah. And I will say like, oh, now that I've got, I mean, I think Jeremy and I are about in the same spot with our bourbon journey. You know, we had just dabbled with it before and now it's like, we're both really into it. Um, I would really like to try wild turkey 101 and like that, the, uh, 
you know, the Russell's Reserve. Yeah. The first mm-hmm. tasting that we've ever done. Go I'd back and love re- to revisit redo it. In you know a what? Different we should, order. We should plan that. Like redo the first tasting. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We should plan that for some time. That'd be good. Okay. Yep. Okay. I still have those bottles. And you know, oh no, one of them was a Kentucky Spirit, and I left. It was almost oh, done. Yeah, I left it here with you guys. <laughs> it wasn't a store pick, though, was it? It was. Oh. It was a store pick. And our listeners are actually really enjoying this. Like our listeners. I'm getting flooded with DMs of people saying, you know, like this has really made me want to go out and look for bourbons and try different things. And yeah, we you know, keep talking about bourbon it. because you guys like hearing about bourbon. That's the thing is like, you guys just are like, yeah, 100. making us like poking us to actually dig deeper. All right, guys, triple piece. I, I, I think I just did this. I've, you've uh, got it figured. I ha- uh, yeah. Ma- Matt, do you want to say what your theme is before we go any further? I'll say my, the theme I wrote down was, I think these are all beam bourbons. Beam. But I that last one, Threw me off. I think the last one was a weeder. So it mm. threw my beams out. My theme is this is all Buffalo Trace. Oh. My idea is it's all less than $40 bottles. Oh. My, my idea is that it is A, Antique 107, B, Eagle Rare, and C, Blanton's. Okay. That's my, my, my thought process. All right. I, I said... I think A was old granddad one fourteen. B was some sort of a Booker's, no. and C was a weeder. Okay. You want to know my mine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a was Evan Williams. B was Antique one hundred seven. And C was old Dub. Okay. Are any of us right about I, any of that? Hang Do on. You guys have this a is, preference. This is not one fourteen. Not one fourteen. Um, I didn't say any of it was one. Oh, you don't yeah. think it is? No. I think That's it tastes very similar to what we just had that was carbonated. Um, maybe B. Okay, so, so so in saying those bottles, you're saying what your price and preference is already, or, or I'm sorry, yeah. your, your price and proof is already. Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you want to say what your preference is of those? No, let's go. No, oh, no, yeah, no. Yeah, let's talk preference. A, a was Blind. my preference. A was your preference. Yeah, Stacy. It was tight between A and B. Mm-hmm. Everyday sipper A, but I think B was the most well-rounded. You got the bite. You got the well-rounded. You got that three-dimensional so flavor. Number B. B. Yeah. Now for me, number B for sure. I had a berry note on the front, uh, followed by that dry, woody flavor on the oh, back yeah. end. It was viscous. Antique 107. Yep. I'm going to go, um, uh, the proof-wise, I, I don't know what proof Eagle Rare is, but I'm thinking the 90. 90. I think that's 90. what my thing, B burned too much to be that low of a proof. So Eagle Rare is 90 proof? Yeah. 90, yeah. 107. The, the, the maybe I'm backwards. Maybe that. Maybe 107 is B. Oh. Let's go. Are, Let's no, Jeremy, tell us, are any are, of us even close? Uh, you, know, you don't have to tell us. Don't, don't have to give us the answer, but you can just say. No, no, I, I'm going to reveal the theme, and then I'm, I'm going to so tell excited. you what the bourbons are. All right, guys. <laughs> so it was actually a double theme today. Okay. What? So I chose, because I am a beginner in bourbon, I chose beginner bourbons, all under $25 oh. each oh, bottle. We're so off. And they're all 100 proof, and some of them are bottle and bond. No shit. There's yep. Dickel in here. There's Dickel so in no here. <laughs> so no antique. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. So none of us are right. Before, before you do it, we got to go to C. Let's get the, we got. Have we done C? Yes. Yeah. You told me what, what the your freak pro- are you? What do you mean? We we said shit. We didn't like break it down. No, we didn't. Mm-mm, it was good. No one chose C, C as their preference, and you all told me what you thought they were, which tells me the price and the proof. Yeah. B and A were the man. best. Man, going back to C, that is. That's a lot of pour. It's good. Look at all these flies in this bitch. Yeah, because the door open. Sorry. If oh man, all of these are great. 
They guys really, ready to they, reveal them? Hang on. I it, just need to know which one Evan Williams' white label is. That's <laughs> all I need to know. <laughs> That's it. It is one of them. Yeah. Oh, no. I hope it's not C because C was my it's least a, favorite. No, it's A. Tell right. you right now. Hit me. That's my guess. Hit me, motherfucker. All right, Matt, you thought A was A old was my favorite. I said it was 114, yeah. Was it Old Granddad Bottle and Bond? No, I was so oh, close. Was number A. I told you. I told you. Give me that. Give me another. <laughs> so all, all of these bourbons today are very highly reviewed and yeah. very highly thought of, but they're all under twenty five dollars. You and I son know, of a bitch! I, I know you it's guys the same love flavors. I know you love Old Granddad, so I was like, let's try out the Bottle and Bond. Let's and see guess what's what? going on. Ah. It's good. You guys loved it. It's good. Yeah, it was my preference. And that is a. Um, let me pull this up here. That's a good bottle. See, I that was. Is, I was getting. I, on A, I was, when you were saying it, I smelled it. I could smell the granddad, but when I tasted it, you it smelled just- a Wait a second. I, can I revise my pick? Sure. Knowing the theme, I think that B was Old Tub. Okay. <gasps> and then? So, Old Granddad Bottle and Bond, twenty two ninety nine a bottle. How much? And now, twenty two ninety nine a bottle. It's, it's the so most good. expensive bottle <laughs> of the day. You nailed it, bro. <laughs> it was very good. Now, B- I really wanted to use Old Tub because I think it's very good, yeah. but it's not widely available okay. to budget buyers. You can't find it all over the country. It's not a mainstay. It's only here for the season. He's reaching Was in. it another beam at least? <laughs> Jeremy's reaching into his Jansport. Old, Old Forester, Forester 100. Oh. I really considered I'm going so with, with 86, but I wanted to keep them all at 100. So this is not Bottle and Bond, yep. but it is Old Forester 100. And that it's comes good. in at nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents a bottle. That you, is a good bottle. You cheeky fuck. <laughs> yep, sorry. it was good. Sorry, Matt. A lot of editing today. That's all right. And the one you, and the one you guys did not like the, the most, Evan Williams, Williams White I'm Label. So disappointed in myself. In number C. No, and that I, is twelve dollars no. and ninety nine cents a bottle. I have to preface. <laughs> I enjoyed all of these. I really did. I, and, I did not enjoy and, C at all. Me either. Really? Go back to. I'm so disappointed in myself. A, I've got an unopened bottle of it. No, hang on. Life. Go back to it right now. Because we all know when we're comparing side by side by side, certain bourbons have certain notes that really stand out. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason that is, that makes them jump up in front of the other one because they, they, they're they screaming louder. But go back to see and smell it first. I mean, like, it's got, like, it's completely different than the other two. It, to me, has that kind of mustiness that a I like it. has. And that's why I thought it was a wiener. A wiener? It's peaty, yeah. man. It's a. It's very clean. Wiener bourbons. Come on. I don't know. Wiener. No, but it's a clean, oaky. Like like that. That, that like a mm-hmm. like a rough. Like a, like a soggy log. You know. That's that that old Peatiness is the word I'm looking for yes. when I say mustiness. Yes. This is surprisingly delicious. This reminded this old forester B mm-hmm. reminds me of Antique 101. I would love to taste this side by side. Antique 107. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. <laughs> 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 I was afraid you were going to catch on, Stacey, because you were like, man, these pours are heavy. I was like, yeah, because I don't give a shit about the bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would say if I'm making a cocktail out of one of these, it would be the Old Forester. Yeah. yeah. Like, now, it shines through the cocktail for sure. It did. You can find all of these bourbons in literally every liquor store across the country. In reference to what you said about how you would make a cocktail with that Old Forester, mm-hmm. I have got to say, man. and we're going we're gonna to touch on this on the next segment, making cocktails. You don't want to use A that was like super, super smooth with no bite in a cocktail. Right. It falls flat. Yep. You got to have a bite. Yep. Got to mm-hmm. have a bite. So old, I am very impressed with this uh, Old Forester 100 proof. 
Very impressed. I, I am too. Yep. Like, and this whole pouring is what porn. Yeah. What was uh, very impressive. And like oh. the, the reason I chose this theme was because, like they said earlier, a lot of our listeners, a lot of you guys out there, are getting into bourbon because you're hearing us talk about it. And these are all easy to find options that are all very good at very affordable prices. One hundred percent. The dude. old granddad, uh, one hundred proof. And that old Forester mm-hmm. could be everyday drinker for me. The heart, Just the, like the old granddad, 114. The thing that blows my mind, though, is that even though these are all very affordable, the Evan Williams is still half the price of the other yes. two. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And these are the 750 milliliter options. That, yeah. that you, can, you can probably get all of these in a one liter option or a 1.75 for still under $25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh. It's a great quick drink. 100%. And, you know, I think... Um, this was a really good theme because people that want to get into it, a lot of times you got bourbon snobs like we're mm-hmm. becoming. Yes. Uh, they want to go get- Whiskey dicks. Yeah, whiskey dicks. They want to go get those bottles. And a lot Do of I time, have a whiskey That's an snatch? <laughs> yeah, whiskey. Whiskey snatch? <laughs> whiskey, <right>. whiskey snapper? <laughs> but, See you next Tuesday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the um, but that's a lot of times going and buying a 40 or Fifty dollar bottle when, when you're, you're just getting into when it. When you're just trying to get into mm-hmm. it, is that's like that sucks. It's too much. And that's know? the position I found myself in a lot because we talk about all these great bourbons on the show and we try them and stuff. And I'm like, man, I can't go drop one hundred twenty dollars on a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And I've got to say, like these, these hold up to some of those higher end bottles. Mm-hmm. Like, As, like I said, I had uh, William Larue Weller. This weeks right ago. here, this one mm-hmm. was old. Uh, it was oh. the, the old granddad for me. Old Forrester was strong. Yeah, like William LaRue Weller, secondary pricing over a hundred bucks a bottle. And like I think I'd what? grab that old Forrester. Oh, Willard. Okay. William LaRue Weller is a hundred dollars MSRP over a thousand secondary. That's what I meant. It's yeah. like eight hundred to a thousand dollars secondary. So this old Forrester and this old granddad, maybe not the old granddad, the old Forrester and like the antique one oh seven. I'm gonna tell you why. Sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Why old granddad wasn't my major big like when you when you sip it, um, the back end is so robust, but the front end. Have you ever had like those um, those sports drinks that kind of taste like or Pedialyte? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is a viscous quality to the front end of old granddad that just reminded me of Pedialyte. And I don't, I mean, and- Like that's say, a bad thing? No, no, no. I'm not saying it's bad, but this, that, that, that texture to, to the bourbon mm-hmm. is what put Old Forrester, in my opinion, over the top. And I think a lot of that's indicative for me of I love high proofers. Do you know the ages on these by chance? They got to be four years. Uh, so the two Baldwin Bond are at least four years. Yeah. And then um, the Old Forrester I don't, is not age stated. I was going to say, because the Old Forrester to me tasted younger than the others. It had that bite of a young whiskey. It's a straight bourbon, which means at least two years. Yeah. Because that's what I was saying. Like when it coats your tongue, it was just like a sensory burn. No, no. Old granddad, at least four years. Yes. uh, All all bottled and bonds are at least four years. But the old Forester is not bottled and bond. Yeah. The the other two are bottled and bond, but the old Forester is not bottled and bond. But But it it, it is the 100 proof. But but, but old Forester is not going to pump out a two-year whiskey. Come on. No. Um, And then um, uh, the Old Forester 86, which is a step down from the 100. So if you're really just getting started, it's like $16.99 a bottle. And it is very, very well reviewed. I just didn't want to have a much lower proof next to these 200s. Because I would have, not not that Mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing, but for for us, 
And I think if you're getting into bourbon, starting in that, that 86, low 90 range, mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. But for us, that would have tasted like water. Yeah. So, as if we have not had enough bourbon already. Let's go. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk bourbon cocktails. Tales of the Cock episode. Hi guys, so we're back from the break, and it is like we promised. We are doing cocktails, bourbon one hundred and three. We've brought you guys bourbon one hundred and one. We brought you one hundred and two, and now we are bringing you one hundred and three, where we are bringing in cocktails. Jeremy's up first, and he has made us something pretty damn tasty. Involves an egg. Why don't you tell us about it, Jeremy? Joel, I am so glad you could count to three and introduce me there. I have made for you guys a whiskey sour. And uh, I put my own little twist on it. So if you guys want to go ahead and take a sip, you can. Uh, but the basic... Um, There's something brown on the bottom. Do I need to stir it? No, that's just a maraschino cherry set at the bottom. Oh. It, it, it's going to soak up the, uh, the, the liquor as you drink it. And then at the end, you get a little snack for the uh, cherry there. So it's two ounces of bourbon, three oh, quarter yeah. ounce of fresh lemon juice, half ounce of maple syrup, which I use Watson's barrel aged syrup, half an ounce of an egg white. And then uh, you put all that into a shaker cup, shake it really hard, add some ice to that shaker cup. Shake that hard again, strain it into a cup over some ice, add a maraschino cherry and a dash of Angostura bitters. Yum. Let's now, why does it. that not look like a maraschino cherry to me? Because I'll tell you why. Remember your brother was talking about this last night, the cherries he uses? I probably wasn't paying attention. You probably weren't. But Matt brought in the big the big guns. He yeah. brought in those Luxardo. I'll yeah. talk more about it when yeah. we get to my cocktail. Yeah. But um, I, I stole Matt's cherries because so I knew he was bringing them, so I didn't mm, feel like bringing my own. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so good. What's the deal with the egg white? So the Viscous. egg is what gives it that frothy thickness, the egg white. Mm-hmm. Viscosity. It makes it creamy. Thickness. So um, uh, if you're going to order one of these at a bar, make sure it's a nice bar because you don't want raw egg from a not nice bar. Mm-hmm. I've got to say, you know, I think the egg probably brings an element that kind of balances the tartness of the lemon juice. You feel that mm-hmm. on your tongue? That Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good. It's sneaky though. You know, it doesn't... This is a. It's des- not bourbon forward. No, no, not say. at all. This is a dessert. This is a yeah. after yep. dinner dessert. And I used uh, Old Forester 100 in this. It's mm. good. And uh, you can use your favorite whiskey of choice. Hey, cheers to you, brother. So bourbon, egg white, lemon juice, and maraschino cherry. Super easy. Nothing complicated about that. No reason to be intimidated by this it's recipe. Very sweet. Very tart. If yep. you're into that kind of stuff. If you like, like I love lemon, I love tart stuff. There you so go, like yeah. this is my go-to. I wouldn't say sweet. No, it has. Um, no. The, oh. Okay. Well. So, so the traditional recipe is citrusy. To use, Maybe that's what I'm going. Yeah. Go the traditional recipe is to use like simple, uh, simple syrup, um, but we don't keep that in our house. And I love bourbon, air, bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. So mm. why not? It's bright. But it does. It's it it it, it leaves a dryness in your mouth. Yeah. This is good. Wow. So people have to like actually like separate the egg from the whites when they're making this cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you just shake it up in a shaker, <laughs> pour it into your glass. They'll get you a big slurp because, ha. You get a little splooge <laughs> in there? <laughs> there it is. You no. get a little thick splooge in there? No, I got a little burb. Oh. oh. I want my cherry. And so you, you could, feel like uh, rocky? You could leave the egg whites out. It's just not going to have the same texture, right? Yes. Like if you're mm-hmm. worried about the egg whites, just leave them out. Mm. Who doesn't want a little bit of protein? Mm. <laughs> there it is. That maraschino at the end. Oh, <laughs> so good. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
I'm going to be taking a siesta later after I, all this bourbon. I, I, I only made a double and then split it four ways here. So you're only really getting half a pour. I normally do uh, two, two cherries um, per actual one. but you got Now, it. was there any pit in this surprise at the end? Yes, there's a big heart. No. No, a, no. A big heart. <laughs> a big heart. <laughs> if, if you have pits in your maraschino cherries, you brought the wrong maraschino cherries. I'll say that <laughs> that's a perfect pour to me. Oh, you don't like it? Nope. You don't really? like maraschino oh, cherries? I, I love oh, it. Oh, the best. That was delicious. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I don't like them. They're disgusting. Just all maraschino cherries? I don't or they, like these any. in particular. You know, when you go to and you get like a Sunday, like a hot fudge Sunday mm. or something, I always pass on the maraschino cherry. Oh. Not my favorite. She my likes thing. she likes the essence. She does not like cherries in general. I'll take it as in like the blended flavor, but I just bit into it and, and I spit That's it back so into weird. my glass. You uh, warned us beforehand that you're not a big uh, mixed drink fan. I'll, I'll be right so back. I like I'm it in the raw. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't spit that out. I like the, it in the, the raw. The whole drink. You finished my drink. Oh, the drink was delicious. Uh, Matt's eyeing his nervously because he's afraid of the raw egg. I'm slow rolling because I have to drive here in a little bit. So oh, yeah, that's I'm, right. no, I'm going to take, a, I'm gonna take some sips and then I'll go back. You're actually my driver. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> slow it down, buddy. Slow it down. Okay. Joel is preparing next. his drink right now for us. We've got Mr. Lick Lighter, CEO. Hi, guys. <laughs> So what Joel is bringing up to us, they are our drinks My have goodness. a fog to them, and they are all covered. Where he is a holding the smoke, them? yeah, fog or all AKA right. so, smoke. A little backstory here, a mist. Should we go ahead and unsheath them and let them breathe a little bit while you're talking? No, no, I, no. I want That's them a long up. time. So I'll just give it a little preface here. It's gonna smell what amazing. I'm doing. I'm doing a the um oh, what the frick. I'm doing it old fashioned. I'm doing it the old school way. Um. And but, but I love old fashions, and I had one up in Louisville, Kentucky that was smoked. So I went and um, got a smoke gun, and that's what we're having tonight, guys. So, or today. So right now we're having a smoke gun. No, we're having a smoked old fashioned. So let's mm-hmm. uncap them right now. Poof. Get your nose in there once the cloud kind of gets away. Mm. And don't sniff, but just like take a drink while it's in there. Look at that, guys. Mist on the water. Smoke hey, hey, what do you call this cocktail? Ah! Tell us what you named this cocktail. This is the Woody Harrelson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> give it a, give it a little. smokier than I expected, actually. Well, yeah. when, when, give it a little stir. When you put the oil from the orange all around the rim, the smoke sticks to that oil. Do you know what this smells like? hi Let me tell you what this smells like. You just woke up inside your tent. You hear it go, and you pull open your tent door, and you get that morning freshness. You get the, the burning coals from last night's fire. You mm. get the crisp, citrusy mountain air. I can see that. I can see yep. that. Is that not? You're just, you open up your tent door, and no. that's what this smells like. I made these. Uh, so I made these the other day, last, last night actually, and I cut down the syrup content because it's they, still sweet though. Because it was way too sweet, so it's still sweet. I cut it down by thirty percent. Wow! On the thirty on the uh, syrup. On what the recipe called for. So I like an old fashioned that you get the taste of the bourbon and everything else is an accent. I want an accent of orange. I want to feel that cherry come through, and I want that smoke just to complement everything. So I put a heavy rock in here instead of doing a bunch of ice because I didn't want it to get too watered down. Mm-hmm. For sure. So 
Don't feel like you have to drink this giant goblet so what that exactly, I put in front of you, okay? So what exactly just, is the Woody Harrelson? The Woody, what is your recipe? Yeah. Uh, Woody Harrelson is, I take an orange slice. It's a smoked old-fashioned. Smoked old-fashioned. Orange slice, maraschino cherry, muddled with Watson's bourbon barreled age syrup in the bottom. So a lot of old fashions, they use a simple syrup. So I, I, it's one part water, one part sugar. And we tried it several mm-hmm. times with the with a simple syrup. We preferred it with the Watson's barrel aged syrup. I just thought it gave and, it- And then this is not brought to you by Watson's. Hey, we just like their shit. Is this my cocktail or yours? It's mine. Okay. So- uh, <laughs> We have, but no, I, we tried it that way. Um, use, I do two dashes of Angostura bitters. I just thought the syrup gave it a kind of a depth that I really liked that really complimented the smoke element that I put on top of it. A hundred percent. So what we do, slice of orange in the bottom, maraschino cherry, muddled the, with, with the syrup and the Angostura bitters. Put a, ha- a hard, a big rock inside the glass, two and a half ounces of your favorite <clears throat> bourbon. And then- Which was, what's in this one? This is Granddad Old 4 and 14. Like a granddad old 114. <laughs> <laughs> granddad old. Yeah. Old 414 Granddad 411. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Granddad, old granddad 114 is what I used. And I, I like, I did that because I wanted a high proofer to stand out. And I'm not just saying this because I'm married to you, but, you know, in the past, you've ordered these old uh, fashioned at restaurants, at bars. When we've gone to Louisville on several different trips, you've ordered them by far. This is the best one I've had. I don't know if it's because of the Watsons, the depth that it adds. We tried a lot last night when we went through our research and development of this cocktail. Um, I prefer it with the Watsons, but when you, I, w- I tasted it before, but when you added that smoke element, mm-hmm. now we tried it first with, we smoked it for like 30 seconds. It wasn't enough. You smelt it, but you never tasted it. Mm-hmm. Then we upped it to two minutes, two minutes of that smoke with a smoking gun. And it really brought a depth to the cocktail. Now, I'll, I'll say that they make these like, vases that go over you know the the glasses so chamber i uh, sure we macgyvered it it's more like a cake you know topper but a cloche yes. a what a cloche, a cloche. that's exactly what it is a, a cloche yeah, a cloche. yeah we didn't use that I, we thought, MacGyvered. I thought that's what turkeys and pigeons had to have sex as a cloak cloaca Where's no. that, where's that we went through my mom's cabinets <laughs> and we figured out what it was going to, what we needed to contain the, the smoke into the glass. And we just like, we even got it. I got a little saucer here. I just, I, I pumped it in, capped it, let it sit there for two minutes. And then right before I got ready to drink, I just pumped a little t- puff right of there. Looks like a coaster. You probably, it would have been cool if we had like I uh, thought an ashtray. Brand- Looks kind of like an ashtray. This is what we make dipping oils in, so shut the hell up, okay? <laughs> it would have been really cool if we had like branded TRP coasters and you could have like a TRP logo on top of the glass, yeah. like while it's smoking. That would be so cool if, if we had those. Yeah. So what's your thought like, on the cocktail? All right, talk to me guys. Be I honest. think it's good. Be honest. It's a little sweet for my taste. Oh! I, I, I told you. He did. I told, he wanted to decrease the syrup. So Even more. on the Watson's yeah. web, website, it says uh, three-fourths of an ounce. Mm. He said it's way too sweet. I loved it like that myself. Um, I said, go ahead and decrease it 33%. He wanted to decrease it 75%. Um, he wanted to just put a little dash of the Watson's in there because, but, but you know, with him, he has a lot stronger palate, a lot stronger um, higher tolerance of things. So I thought, let's go ahead and keep that sweet element. But you know what? You got to go with your gut, baby. But I will say this. I, for, for you know, the majority of people, I think this would be a... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah for man. somebody who's not a bourbon drinker, for sure, this is a way to try it. I would mm-hmm. say the uh, the sweetness level is uh, is good. I like where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you could go down a little bit if you wanted to, but it's a very bourbon-forward drink. And I wanted to I would that. prefer it like this or... 
like to, to me, I would not want it any more bourbon forward. But it's very bourbony. Only it could be any more bourbon forward. Like no. <laughs> it's like it's like bourbon humped in your face. You would have to oh. throw the bottle of old granddad at your face yeah, for it to be more you. bourbon forward. It's like a white claw. Uh f- me. Pardon. No, but <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it's like it's like the white claw of drinks because it, it's very... Because it's t- tasteless and no, has no flavor? it's not. No, you can, very small amount okay, of alcohol? Let me go, I don't understand. Let me, go yeah. tr- let me go truly. It just has those hints. You you get these small hints. like Hints a, of what? It punches you in the face with bourbon. What about orange and cherry and syrup? Behind the bourbon punch. Okay. Yeah, he likes the punch in the face. Well, then scratch that. I really prefer that whiskey sour. Smell really it Really like this old smell fashioned. It. it still smells um, like smoke. All right, I think it's time for no, Matt, Mr. We, Matt, and me. It is, but I di- still I still smell the smoke on this. We it's ne- amazing, is it not? It is. We didn't preface that you. I have took a potato peeler and I peeled the the rind of an orange and squeezed it, got that zest out of there. You and, peeled the zest and, and then the dropped rind it. Is on. underneath the zest. Mm-hmm. What's the top? What's the orange part? Zest. That's not what. what that's not. <laughs> I thought zest was the action of. No, you. you I am you zesting. Use a zester. I am zesting. You use a zester to remove the zest of the rind. But no, the the rind is the pith, the part underneath it. I don't know the answer. I thought it was all just peel. So I literally. You guys have another term for it, yeah? I peeled the orange part off of the orange, and then I squeezed it over to get a little spritz. He squirted oil out the pores. All right, get the hell out of your sex tape. Yeah. Yep. Next. All right. Take it over, All Tracy. Right. Time for Matt and I to go ahead and whip up our cocktails, and we will share those with you here in just a second. All right. We're back, and Stacy and I both have our cocktails ready to go. So first up is me. This is a drink. Uh, you guys should have it in front of you. What's that? Uh, it's Jeremy getting busy. Oh, that's, oh I what is a, in there? thought oh, I heard of. There's a surprise. So this is a drink Ooh. I've actually never tried before. So I'm going to try it the first time uh, with you guys. It's called the Grand Budapest. Booty. Okay, let's, let's try it real quick. Smells smells amazing. Um, I have two pieces of ice that look like eyeballs, and then the orange peel looks like a smiley face. So I don't like, like it. Smell. I'm being thrown off. I don't like it. There is a lot going on there. So this is a, a drink. I found the recipe for it on Smooth Ambler's Instagram, actually. Okay. It's supposed to be four ounces of bourbon, one ounce of Grand Marnier, two ounces of Coca-Cola, three dashes of Angostura orange bitters, and then some cherries with a little bit of the cherry juice. So I threw the whole thing. One of the things I hate in a cocktail is when you put like a soda in with everything else and it it's not carbonated enough. So I put the whole thing in the carbonator, ran it twice just to get the whole thing good and bubbly. I am drinking this and the whole time I'm thinking I wish it wasn't carbonated. Really? Because the flavors I'm getting, I think, are kind of nice. Yeah. And if it was like a martini type drink, mm. I think it would be really good. It's extremely carbonated now. I yeah. Think, I think that's what, like, I almost want to burp. Like, it's like heartburn. And what kinda. is the, the yeah. chunk in there? <laughs> the heartburn in a glass. There's uh, a Lamont. orange peel and then some oh, uh, maraschino cherries. So Okay. So oh. I thought that there was like a chunk of a plum in there. No. That'd be cool, though, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, Whenever I first started getting into bourbon, uh, a good buddy of mine told me that you can really tell whenever mm. somebody cares about their cocktails by the cherries that they put in. Okay. And Luxardo cherries are by far, in a way, I know, Stacey, you don't like maraschino I cherries, don't. but they're the best cherries you can get for cocktails. Mm-hmm. I will say this. Um, I went to freaking the grocery store, bought the cheapest maraschino cherries <laughs> I could find. Yeah. Um, but we were at um, Stacey's parents' house last night, and I was practicing. So- Little, 
everybody knows about the Gare, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Gare, Gare. Gare used to be a bartender back in the day for a really nice a high, restaurant high end restaurant up in New York. I mean, he's met Ozzy. He's met so many different like wow. well known people, and that he was. So he was kind of helping me through the old fashioned process because I'd never made one before. Mm. So we made it how he made it, and then we tweaked it a little bit. It was and it was really good. But um, her brother came over and he said he used the exact same cherries that you do. And he said yep. he said it's a game changer, and it is the flavor. They're they're so dark. They're like dense. Almost. Oh yeah, so much different than the than the cheap ass ones I got. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do. I think. Little things like that can make the difference in your cocktail. The only yeah. cherry that I actually like is the Bing cherry. Bing. The Bing. Bing cherry. Bing bang. And I want you guys to know I care so much about the cherries that I put in my drink that I called Matt up this morning and said, hey, are you bringing your fancy ass cherries? <laughs> if I had, <laughs> no, I, I'm not even kidding. If I'd have known you had, you were bringing those I cherries, bringing I would not have dropped those in my drink. I would yeah. have, I would have bummed he off. He wouldn't have dropped the dollar twenty nine on that mm-hmm. jar. No, I mean, oh my god, did you spend a dollar twenty nine? Two fifty, motherfucker. Okay, so Luxardo cherries are <laughs> very expensive. Like, I think the ones I have in my fridge are like eight dollars for like a jar, um, but Luxardos are like very expensive. I don't. It get, was they I were expensive enough that when I ordered them from Amazon and they showed up at my doorstep completely crushed. I actually contacted Amazon about getting a refund. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You grabbed them by the throat, and pushed them up against the wall, and you said, "Listen here, how expensive are these cherries?" Honestly, I don't remember. I saw them at Total Wine a few uh, about a week ago. Luxardo had a uh, Total Wine. Total 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 Wine. Total Wine has them twenty three dollars. Oh, are you kidding me? Wait, what size was that? Um, what size is your jar? You have uh, small. It's the smallest yes, one they make. The small jar. Yeah. Holy frijoles. Hey, I'm looking it up on Amazon right now. These are, ta- these are ta- a two pack on Amazon of those is $28. So, okay. Uh, so, a little bit cheaper, still $15 a. So, what is this cocktail a, a called? $1.03 an ounce. What is this cocktail called? It's called the Grand Budapest. The I probably Grand wouldn't Budapest. make it again. I don't okay. know. Okay. It's got a dark color. Look, Let's know, go ahead and look. Dark I know, color. I know you got to drive. Just turn it off. Oh, yeah. I know yeah, you got to drive, off. but the, the more I drink this, the more I'm liking it. Hmm. As the carbonation sort of works itself out. Maybe, but. I would drink this over the old fashioned, but that's just because I don't like the. It's not as sweet. It's not as sweet as the old fashioned. I've just got to say. Mm -hmm. I've got a confession to make. I'm not a fan of bourbon cocktails. Yeah. You bitch. So you're you're prefacing (laughs) that by telling us you didn't make a bourbon cocktail? I did make a bourbon cocktail. Congratulations. In front of you, you you guys will see. A copper mug full of a delicious cocktail. This is actually my favorite cocktail. I typically use this. Um, I either use vodka or gin um, or bourbon, and this one is bourbon. So my cocktail is the Kentucky Mule, um, typically served in a copper mug. Uh, it's full of uh, nice ice, two ounces of bourbon. I used Old Granddad 114. Then I added fresh squeezed lime juice. I used half of a lime, squeezed the crap out of it all over the ice. And then you add ginger beer. Now I'm gonna tell you right did now. Did you just stick your motherfucking pen in that drink, Joel? You ain't drink. You ain't drinking what it. What the hell? Are you drinking this drink? What the hell? Are you, are you drinking this drink? You just stuck a pen ink side down straight into your drink and mixed it up. Well, you know what? Me and her swap spit, so it doesn't matter. No, no, <laughs> the ink in your drink, like the ink in your drink, the ink, ink, in your ink, drink. ink in your drink. You don't have a finger you could just shove in there. <laughs> Something I've got to say. Now, you top it off mm. with ginger beer. Now, there are so many different... Do you variants. want to try mine? No, thank you. Yeah, please. Um, ginger beer. There are so many different um, 
brands of ginger beer. We have tried probably 10. Um, they've got ones that are like low sugar, no sugar, regular sugar, um, different brands of that. And I will tell you that will make or break your drink. The two yes. brands that we appreciate. Now what we're drinking today is fever tree ginger beer. Yes. Love that one. Um, our other favorite one, it comes in a can. You can get them at the liquor store. It looks like a beer can. It's kind of copper colored and it's called Gosling's. Gosling's. If you get any of the other ones, they're going to suck. They're going to suck. Be choosy and pay the extra buck. Extra bucks. For a good ginger beer. <laughs> He's like ad-libbing the description. I, I want to get in on her dream because she, she took mine over yeah. 100%. Hold, hold on. It, this is amazing. It's it's this is really, really yeah. good. I, I've it's tried dangerous. Kentucky Mules with like bad ginger ale before and never really liked them. This is fantastic. Well, I'm so, tell, well, thank you very much, but I'm going to tell you right now, we've gone to Louisville several times. I um, actually took a trip with my friend on a work trip for um, to Chattanooga. I've gone to many bars, ordered a Kentucky Mule, or ordered a ginger beer, um, or a, what are they called? A uh, Moscow Mule. Yeah, Moscow Mule, yeah. Anytime I've ordered them at a bar, they're freaking disgusting. Hmm. Make them at home, and I'm going to tell you, Fever Tree or Gosling's, go to your Lurker store. Your Lurker store. Your <laughs> Lurker store. Um, Is that where you buy your... trench coats and binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> they also your, have good ginger beer. Your local liquor store and ask for Gosling's. Yeah. Ask for it. Gosling's or and Beaver those, Tree. They will make or break your cocktail. I'm telling you right now, that that's what does it. I think it's the it, the thing that makes it the best is the peppery factor. Yes. You it's feel, so peppery. Yeah. Yeah. Peppery. And, and not super sweet. Because some of the other ones, like they look cute and the labels look awesome. Or you order them at a really f- swanky bar. They fall short. Like I've paid 10 or 12 bucks for one of these before and not drank it at a bar because I'm like, you know what? So don't judge it. If you order something at a bar, don't judge it. Make it at home. Get the Fever Tree or the Goslings. Add your two ounces of bourbon. Half of a lime squeezed over some ice. I could, Amazing. I could, I could, it's refreshing and you could suck these down like nothing. I could totally. I, I, lo- I <laughs> love. I love. All right. I love mules. Joel's um, told me that before. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, I'm embarrassed. Um, no, but now the, uh, I love mule. My, my fa- favorite way to do it is with gin. Um, and with the goslings, um, like the can, the little, what is it? 12 ounce can? Yep. Yeah. 12 ounce cans of gosling I have perfected, which you all saw this a while back. In one of these big boys right here, I have perfected three drinks out of one can. Yep. The ratio. Yeah, you can get two to three drinks out of one can of the Goslings. It's got a pricey price point, you know, like they're they're not, it's not the cheapest that. It's thing. Not but when you bad. can get two to three cocktails off each one, you know, you got some people coming over and you can make that much. And I'm telling you right now, it's worth it. We've we've gone to Publix, we've bought some cutesy labeled ones. Don't do it. Goslings or Fever Tree. Pro tip with the Goslings: uh, don't drop them on the floor and then immediately open them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I made quite a all over the floor. I made quite the. Uh, I'm gonna mess. say that um, Stacy's mule was probably my favorite. Stacy's mule, mule is got it going on. <laughs> it gets me effed up all night long. Yeah. yeah. So why why is it? What's up with the copper mug? Do you guys know why mules out of a copper mug? I think it's a nostalgia thing. Is uh, it? Yeah, I know oh. Moscow mules are traditionally served in copper, right? Yes, they are. And a Moscow mule, for those of you who are wondering, it is what it is. It's vodka, you know, so Moscow. cold copper, it seems to intensify the fizziness of the carb- carbonation. Mm. It makes, it makes it extra refreshing 
and an aromatic fragrance. I will say these copper mugs. Which enhances the flavors of the spicy ginger beer and lizard. There's lime. Minus Jeremy's, these copper mugs, the ones I've seen are all dimpled. I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, but it's more surface area, maybe? A lot. Let's look at somebody took it. It adds a to ball, the flavor. Let's a ball peen hammer to the side of this thing. Um, Makes but, it taste but how about the ink that you add to it? Like that really intensifies oh, the flavor, mm. doesn't it? It yeah, does. What's black ink versus blue ink? It, I do it, have it, something it to say. It brings a level of earthiness and depth. That you would know. And what, about, what about like a Sharpie? Do you mix it with a Sharpie sometimes? No, that would be- that'd Cap be, off. Cap off, yeah. Too, yeah. too bitter. Too oh. bitter. <laughs> but you tried it. Yes. You, you don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. So what this was, was a Kentucky mule. You the, sons of bitches. The generic version of that is the Moscow mule, which is used um, vodka. What Joel and I- The official uh, liquor of America, yeah. right? <laughs> the past- <laughs> so, Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the past two years- uh, Joel and I have made a Christmas tradition. We call it the Yuletide drink. Instead of a Moscow mule, it's a Moscow Yule. Oh, okay. okay. Like I see what you did there. So like a Yule what log. we do is exactly what we did here. Ice, two ounces of bourbon, top it with fever tree, half of a lime squirted in there, and then you bit. add a little splash a of little cranberry splash, juice and fresh cranberries, and you've got a Moscow Yule. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a Kentucky Yule? Does um, use bourbon? It's a Yuletide cheer. If you oh. use the... <laughs> not to shit on your Christmas tradition. <laughs> but, uh, if Listen, you're not using vodka, what's the Moscow coming from? Go well, ahead and picture this. Go ahead and picture that. Imagine a splash of cranberry in there with fresh little cranberry berries I think you just in. need to like top it with some allspice. Nah. She's talking about... With, some fresh with... grated nutmeg. Yeah, and cinnamon. Mmm. Mm. No, no, garnish it with a cinnamon stick. Oh, you better. Oh, yeah. There you go. I'll take it. I'll take, well, let's add that this year. We'll add okay. a crit. We'll add a cinnamon stick to our Moscow this Yule. Is, this is true. The Moscow, she usually uses vodka. Mm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, but the Kentucky Mule always has the bourbon. I don't want vodka ever brought in this house again. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, keep your This tios. is a bourbon household. Good thing we're selling the house. <laughs> It's gone. The pepperiness. Yeah. It just lingers on your lips. And I'm going to tell you, any other, it's too sweet. Mm -hmm. This, perfect. All right. So that kind of wraps us up with the bourbon cocktails. I think so. So, I mean, uh, uh, yeah. We're just scratching the surface too. So if you guys like hearing about these cocktails, let us know. Maybe we'll do another, a cocktail resurgence. We'll come back and do some more cocktails later. Yeah. All right. On the flip side, we're going to have Jeremy's Rapid Fire and Joel's Reload Recommends. We'll see you in just a second. Yeah. All right, guys, let's go in the order of Joel, Stacy, Matt. Last for last. <laughs> First one up, favorite clear liquor. Joel. Gin. Stacy. Vodka, Tito's vodka. Matt. 
I don't like. Oh, tequila. I'd say tequila. You almost answered that correctly. The correct answer was clear liquors are for rich women on diets. <laughs> I'm, I'm not rich, but I'm probably should be a woman on a diet. <laughs> and I prefer Anejo tequila for the record. Herradura. Yes. Okay. See, yeah. that's not even a clear liquor. Yeah. Hey, bro, that Herradura stuff we had. It's good. Mm, that's a sipping. Very good. That's a sipper. All right, guys. Next one. True or false? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Stacy. True. False. Tomatoes are the devil. They're I know so they bad. suck. They're the oh. worst. What? Tomatoes are, are the world. All right. What would you pay for a bottle of William Larue Weather? The MSRP is one hundred dollars. What would you pay, Joel? One fifty. Stacy. Seventy dollars. You would pay under MSRP for it. I would. I've had it before, <laughs> and it did not rock my space off. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> Having never tried it, and it being my grail bottle, I'd probably pay $500 for it. That sounds oh! right. Yeah. I got to get a bottle. I need to get my hands on some and then double. <laughs> if double you get some at MSRP, you can double your money by selling it to me. Hello, <laughs> man. So, <laughs> I my money by five selling it yeah. to you. I was <laughs> testing you out there for if I ever get a bottle. <laughs> it's good, but it's not $500 good. I need to make that determination for my Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, and guys. you're handing me more alcohol? I'm trying. When they leave. When they She's leave. already trying to buy B-Tac for When they bucks. leave. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What shape is the strongest shape that fits all other shapes inside of it? Joel. Uh, um, triangle. Stacey. Triangle is the strongest shape. Uh, I don't even... Uh, Pentagon. It's a triangle. Oh, yeah. He's triangle is the strongest shape. What yeah. is the yeah. reference? You dumb shit. Uh, boss baby. No, the office. Oh. oh. <laughs> they, 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 they make that tablet that's a pyramid shape, and it, and they're like, the triangle is the strongest shape, and it all is, the though. shapes too. <laughs> no, it's yeah. bullshit. Oh, okay. How, how, how are you going to fit a rectangle inside a triangle? That doesn't make any sense. Mm. Very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> What species of animal would you theme your child's birthday party after? Oh, Joel. No. Ooh. Species. Like what? What species of animal would you theme your child's birthday party after? I like to... I, I'm going hmm. to say wild boar. Hmm. Stacy. Hmm. I haven't had enough time to think. Um, a fish. Uh, I was My answer was a fish. Yeah. A bear. Just say like under the sea. The, the, under the sea. What was, what was your birthday party you went to? Under the sea. It was zoo themed. Zoo themed. What? That's uh-huh. not a species. Water is better. That's a recreational activity. Tough shit. <laughs> you, you, that was a trick question, Jeremy. <laughs> That's a day off. They're all trick questions. <laughs> is it whiskey with an E or whiskey with no E? Joel. It's a whiskey. E or no E? Whiskey. E. Is he? Whiskey. E. Uh, it's bourbon with no E. Ooh. Good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Way to get a bag right, right there. It's technically <laughs> American and Irish whiskeys like bourbon are with an E, and then without the E is like all Japanese. other bourbons like Japanese, Scotch, Canadian whiskey. Shit that we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I've had some Japanese whiskey that's not too bad. Just saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. We'll see that one time. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Let's folks. go on to the next question. <laughs> Is there ever a point where there is too much cheese on something? Joel. Cheese? No. Stacey? Just give me a mountain of it. Never. Uh, no. Levels, levels? No. <laughs> at some I feel point, like I have to say no at this point. <laughs> at some point, it just becomes a cheese board, and that's fine, too. So. Yeah. 
There's no point. A charcuterie. Describe yeah, bourbon sh- in one word. Joel. Um, America. Dizzy. Please say it. Please say what I want you to say. Sexy. No. Not delicious. What did you want her to say? Fuck. And I wanted, I wanted, I wanted <laughs> Just Matt to say, yeah. Long America, fuck, yeah. Know, How could you think like we are all have that one mind? I, I like, don't know. I just wanted it to happen. I said it's sexy. Like my man drinks bourbon. That's sexy. Mm. All right, guys, buckle on. This is a long one. Let's go. Business idea. Build a bear, but for bourbon, you pick the bottle, cap, cork, label, age, juice, etc. Would you invest in that? Oh my God. Yeah, yes. I'm skipping. That's amazing. Yes. Uh, I feel like I have to cut this answer out because why? We, we don't want anybody to steal this idea. I know. Oh. No, the next question is, I have an exciting business opportunity for you uh, for $25,000. This is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I asked you what the strongest shape was. <laughs> it's a pyramid. It all comes back together. <laughs> Jerry's playing the long game here. It's always been a long yeah. game, buddy. Yeah. And that brings us to our final question of the evening. Joel, our Reload Rub's greatest seasoning of all time. Is my wife highly inebriated? <laughs> she certainly is. And highly inebriated wife. Our aquarium's just liquid zoos. Yes, that, of course. Yes, of course they are. <laughs> that brings us to the end of Rapid Fire Questions. Turn it over to Joel. Wait, uh, did you answer? Did I answer what? He always question. answers. Yes. I say yes, of course, every I'm time. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm slightly inebriated. Get off your damn phone. You won't have to worry. I'll throw oh. a nut at you. Scroll on the IG. That's right, guys. It's time for your favorite segment, the one that you like way better than Jeremy. This time for Reload Recommends. We recommend things to you that we think are badass and awesome. So we're going to start this off with Stacy, Matt, Jeremy, and then ending up with yours truly. So let's get on with it now for Reload Recommends. Stacy, what you got? Um, excuse me, you did not do the recommendation. Oh, yeah. oh my god. You forgot to intro the That's segment. the first time. <laughs> wow. That I've ever that's the first time I've ever not done Reload Recommendation Recommendation Oh yeah. Alright, so who's goes first? You. Yo. So my reload recommendations, um, we actually touched on this earlier. We called Spencer. I was going to recommend his Send Butter barbecue shirt because I think it looks really sexy on you. Oh, shit. That red color, that tr- that tri-blend, that soft, feely t-shirt. It's so silky. It's so smooth. It's oh. huggable. Oh, hello. Okay, so... Um, our buddy Spencer at Spencer Kirksey Official, he has launched a new business called At Send Butter. You can find him on Instagram, sendbutter.com. He's got all amazing um, apparel. Check out his um, Instagram page. Super awesome um, content on there. But a t-shirt that I picked up for you was Send Butter Barbecue. On the back, it's got this pig. It's cut up into all the different cutlets, and it says butter, 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 butter. Except for the like the face. The face says send. Send. Yes. Send butter. So we all know butter goes with barbecue. Awesome shirt. (laughs) (laughs) A burp may have came up in there. Awesome shirt. Looks awesome on you. Um, It's super soft. We love Spencer. So check them out. I wanted to rap so hard when you started saying butter. Butter, 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 butter. Butter in your mouth feels so good. Anyway. Speaking of music, I think uh, it's someone's turn. 
Oh my gosh, you guys are crazy. Uh, so, speaking of music, that's that's right. So, Stacy, I'm going to out you a little bit here. So, uh, back when we were shooting the potato cannon video for the the three year anniversary giveaway, Stacy says, "I love the playlist. There's just one song on there that I have to skip every time it comes on, uh-huh. and it was Brent Cobb, The World Is Ending." So, my mission Please this say week, the world is ending. Yeah, she's like, I just have to skip it. I don't so, like it. This this week. I have another Brent Cobb song. Okay. okay. My goal is to change your mind on Brent Cobb. A little redemption. Because he's awesome. Yeah, a little redemption. So from 2018's album, Providence Canyon, this is a song called Ain't a Road Too Long. Mm. Ain't a road too long. Love that song. Mm-hmm. She's gonna fucking hate it. Really? Why? Yep. I know you. No, it's got a better vibe than the thing. <laughs> so, I don't know about you guys, but as we get closer and closer to cold weather, I tend more towards like bluegrass and folk and like country music. So yeah. I think that you'll start seeing the reload recommends be more and more of that and less like blues rock. So oddly enough, the bluegrass and the folk stuff, I'm more a summer really trend. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, bluegrassy more fall. Okay. Like Nickel Creek. Mm. Oh, I love Nickel Creek. Nickel Creek fall. This guy, summery. Summery tunes. We're heading into the end of summer. You know what? Uh, it's officially, so don't want to date the podcast, but we just rolled into fall this week. It is. <laughs> I just changed my reload. Right. <laughs> I, I just changed my reload recommends. I Just because. Go ahead. So I've been stealing stuff from Matt all day, like his maraschino cherries and such. And, and his Luxardo. And his Luxardo. So I figured I would jump onto Max mu- Matt's music this oh, week. Oh! Yeah. I told you guys I would not recommend another song unless it was as good or better than my first recommendation. Oh, Which I- was Don't Trust Me by 303. By 303. Which so don't trust a how. Indicative. <laughs> hey, do the and talk with your hips, yeah. you know? <laughs> we should have picked up on that a long time ago. All right, guys, I'm going to play it for you and see if you can guess it. Um, I actually saw this band name the other day. Quit pull- pulling up Shazam over there. I know what you're doing. I'm not. Um, Joel made me watch some stupid video, and a guy in the video <laughs> had a T-shirt for the band on that I really like, and so I was like, oh, my God, like, that's it. Okay. So okay. I'm going to play it for you real quick. Right in front of me Color off her eyes Wear the color of insanity Crushed beneath her wave Like a ship I could not reach the shore We're all just That is Flogging Molly oh. Devil's Dance Floor You know what? I freaking love that song I am obsessed with Scottish and Irish people and their culture, all things all get out. And that I used to listen to Celtic music all the time in my car. That is awesome. They have another song I almost recommended. Um, I think it's called Drunken Lullab- Lullabies, and it's about the town whore. 
Um, it's really good too, but this kind of just fit the mood a little better. Hell yes. And this is, guys, I want to end this thing right now with my recommendation, okay? And this is just for Stacy. You know, she is a, she really likes the music that I listen to. <laughs> and I'm going to let her do a, a reload. Is your devil, dude? A reload recommends right now, guys. And uh, this is a, a guy named Sean Rowe. He sounds like the devil. I, he does not sound like the devil. If the devil had a voice, it was this guy. I found this guy on, um, from the movie The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Okay. At the end of the credits, he's got a song, Leaving Something Behind. Uh, great song, but this is not his song. If hell had a narrator, it would be this man. This is an upbeat tune from Sean Rowe called Desiree. Well, That's right, guys. That's Sean Rowe, Desiree. Stacy, you can kiss my ass. Mm. Not the devil, but some smooth, buttery music. That's it, guys. All right, y'all. Listen, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the cocktails we make, all the shenanigans that we did, and we hope that you do this right now. Subscribe. Hit that button. Do it. Do it right now. So you can listen to That Reload Podcast anytime, anywhere. We love you guys. We'll see any, you on the- Any rare. Any rare. Any rare. Any rare. We'll see you guys on the next show. See you next Tuesday. This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to ReloadRub.com and order yours today. All right, guys, so we are back from the break. It, it... <laughs> Those pieces of shit. All right. Want to do it one more time? Yeah. yeah. All right, so three... Two, one. No. no, no. Are you gonna oh, go into oh, like oh. anaphylactic shock if you touch it? Uh, so long as I don't lick it, I should be fine. So okay. don't lick this later. I don't know if you're into that, <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs>